0: This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. Talk Sport powered by fans. Hey folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultrasoft Tissues
1: This video is sponsored by Voxy. Hello and welcome back to the Blues Focus Podcast with me, Tommy Kelsall, and Sam Sheppey. Good evening, mate. How are you?
0: I'm very good, thanks. How are you doing?
1: Not too bad, yeah. It uh, would have been better if we'd have won yesterday, but of course, um, that's what we're going to be talking about in this episode uh, with Blues 1-0 defeat to West Brom yesterday. Uh, uh, a review of our transfer window, uh, and look-ahead to our Friday night game against Sheffield Wednesday. And also, uh, we will be doing a live uh, reaction from the women's games today. Uh, with uh, We'll be bringing on Ellie Yates, uh, hopefully, after the um, we'll talk about the Blues, really. So, um, yeah, let's get straight into it. Not really one that I want to do because it was a disappointing day all round. really. Obviously, I couldn't go yesterday because um, there was the ticket thing, which was a bit frustrating, um, but probably one I was glad to have missed, really, with um, the resulting question, really. Um, But yeah, Sam, kick us off. What did you make to the game, Mr. Do? Yeah, as soon as I got the
0: notification through that it was Weimann that scored to get the 1-0 win for West Brom, you just saw it as like typical Blues, didn't you? And it was one of them games where sort of going into it, we were on a decent run of form, I guess, you know, with the fact that we had the back-to-back wins against uh, Hull and Stoke and then had that 3-0 loss against Leicester. But you don't really expect to get anything against Leicester, do you? And um, there are plenty of positives to take from that game. So obviously going into this game against West Brom, I saw the lineup and I thought, okay, he seems to have uh, had that sort of talk with Pritchard come straight into the starting 11. It's a 4-2-3-1 system that perhaps he's familiar with at Sunderland, so like slotting into that area of the pitch, perhaps he's pretty comfortable as it is. He got taken off at half time as a precaution, didn't he, for a um calf strain. But I suppose for the rest of the game it's one of them things where we were having chances but not the clear-cut chances perhaps that we had against Leicester. It was a different type of chance we were creating. And there wasn't much penetration to our play either. So uh, it was a bit worrying and a little bit of a step backwards from Leicester because it was one of them games where if we would have got something from it, it would have boosted the morale, wouldn't it? If the players and the team and the fans and everything. So I just think on the whole, you know, you look at the league position of us now, we did actually move up a place, didn't we? Even though we lost 1-0. But yeah, it's one of them ones where now that game against uh, Sheffield Wednesday on Friday, next Friday on Sky Sports is a massive game, isn't it?
1: Absolutely, I think it's um it it's a must win, isn't it? You know, and where we are on the table. We can't really get too carried away uh with Mowbray, which is what I would like to do, of course, you know, as a Blues fan, he's a fantastic man for the job and everything. Uh he's a definite improvement on Wayne Rooney, but at the same time, we do need to keep winning. And yesterday was disappointed for different reasons really. It wasn't the fact that because we need to be looking over our shoulder of where we are and everything, it's more of the fact that we need to be aware of the fact that you know we we are still in a relegation battle, unfortunately, and those are the harsh realities sometimes we have to accept. And a win was kind of needed yesterday, really, I think. um, I think we didn't make enough chances to be in the conversation for winning. Um was it disappointed we lost, of course, yes. And did we deserve to lose? I'm not entirely sure, but they deserve to win more than we deserve to win. That's for sure. And I think the only chance I can remember was Kevin Long's. Um, in the second half that was incredibly unlucky to be honest but it was wasn't it just the way it just deflected into palmer's hands as well i know yeah and stansfield's literally like inches away from tapping it into the empty net um yeah just i don't know we didn't offer much going forward you know it's keshi anderson as much as i like him and you know he's he can be a danger down the right hand side as well Uh, both wings sorry um he just doesn't pull the trigger enough and that's just the real frustrating thing i found with him for quite a while now it's really that he needs that sort of belief in himself just to take stuff on and you know he did it against Leicester and he had opportunities there but really I don't know it was it was the whole team yesterday it wasn't great you know it wasn't bad I just don't think that really it was one to you know take any positives from you know the Leicester game you know we'd lost to a better team We just didn't take our we didn't put the chances in the back of the net yesterday was a step back from Leicester like you say because there wasn't even the chances in the first place to even pull it off, really. Like I said, yeah. one chance with Kevin Long that was unlucky, but also lucky to get to. You know, he made the best of it, and it's just incredibly unlucky not to find the back of the net, really. But I wasn't really impressed with West Brom as well, though. It was No, just... it's
0: one of the one, one and ones where they had that game against Wolves, didn't they? 2-0 mm. defeat. And in that game, I thought, OK, they have their fair share of possession in the game. It may be that we have to compromise our possession play a little bit, playing against West Brom. But we had more of the ball, didn't we?
1: Yeah, no, we did. I think we did well with the ball as well at times. I thought even Zunic as captain played excellently. Um, Was impressed with Dizel as well. I thought Pritchard played okay. Um, I don't know. And Ethan Laird as well. Special shouts out to Ethan Laird. You know, (laughs) made a full 90 minutes. Um, And got the vomit away from the fans, didn't he? (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah, I, yeah shit jokes The only player to go actually. over to Vyman were he yeah I think that's kind of uh, we'll get to that bit actually with the Vyman bit because that was irritating even though it wasn't there um, but yeah uh, shit jokes aside with Ethan Laird you know he is still fantastic um, and when he had to cover in for left back uh, when Bakuna came on still did fantastically um, I, I was a, a little bit disappointed with Lee Buchanan yesterday I don't know about you Um mm-hmm you know, he wasn't up to the standards that I thought he was going to continue in really this season. I think yeah. he was, he was like, he was so quality this towards the start of the season. You know, he was just nothing got past him. He was really robust in challenges. He read play really well. Yesterday he was caught out quite a lot. There was, um, I think it's, uh, Furlong who was getting in down that right hand side quite a lot. Yeah. He had a good um, game for them. Yeah. He played well. I thought he was decent for them. Um, but yeah i don't know it's cuz we, we we didn't really play that badly um the goal could be preventable i suppose um yeah it wasn't it's a hard game to draw anything from really because it, it was is, isn't it it was mm. poor i think that was the only thing that i could really definitely nail on was the fact that it was a poor game you know and neither yeah. side were that great i don't think yeah
0: cuz it's interesting about Buchanan, actually you speak about him like He's one of those people that a lot of fans go to and go, right, he's going to be someone that's going to be in our team for years to come and that. And I'm not too concerned about the guy, but with Mowbray's stuff about him saying about, you know, he wants his fullbacks to get further up the pitch, take the ball up the pitch as well. Will Buchanan be able to do that in this setup? Because I think with Laird, if he's fit, I have no problems that he's Mm -hmm. kind of that ball carrier that's going to start off attacks. And the way that um, Tony Mowbray's used his fullbacks before at different clubs he's been at, he likes him to be really aggressive on, on the front foot. I think Buchanan defensively, it's fantastic. But going forward, there may be that question that needs answering sort of, um, as we get further on the season, we see more of Buchanan play in this Mowbray system. But yeah. I mean, for now, I love the guy, but is he going to fit into Mowbray's plans long-term? Mm. I'm not
1: sure, but that's not saying that he's a bad player at all. No, no, not at all. I, I, I don't know. I don't think the uh, system's really the big issue at the moment for me with him. I think just this sort of, I don't know whether he's had like a little bit of a knock or something, but he just didn't seem himself. He did have an injury, didn't he? He
0: was out for some time. Mm.
1: Yeah, I I don't know. Obviously, there are some positional changes. Obviously, B League playing the centre back, which I thought worked brilliantly again yesterday. You know, I thought he was pretty sound apart from the goal, which you could perhaps point a finger towards him at. Um, But I don't know. Aside from that, I think we really were just a bit reluctant to go forward yesterday. And that was the only problem that we had, you know, and. Uh, some uh, guys just said in the comments here Pritchard you could see wanted to turn us and get us on the front foot it was good to see I mean I completely agree you know what yeah. was it that was his sort of main aim for the game um it, within the first half you know obviously I imagine he got brought off for maybe um just trying to ease him into the team and obviously we had James on the bench as well so I imagine Mowry mm-hmm. would have liked to implement him implement him quickly but that that it's 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 a good it's a pro and a con isn't it having so many good midfielders because Dizel played fantastically yesterday i thought he was really good uh, really tidy really neat player on the ball um mm-hmm. did his job yeah yeah sonyic did his job you know didn't do anything stupid um well not that i can really remember um, but also <laughs> just james... standards i suppose nothing too stupid is it <laughs> that's exactly the right thing um jordan james was good when he came on they thought he kept the ball nicely and made some good inside Inside passes as well, trying to break through the lines a little bit. Um, uh, I didn't think much of, uh, Sung Ho Paik, Paik. I can't pronounce his name. Apologies for the. Uh, it takes some time, I yeah. to get yeah. down to the proper pronunciation of it. I, I think it's Paik. I, I don't want to say it too confidently, though. Um, mm. I think it's Sung Ho Paik, say, isn't it? Sung Ho Paik, yeah. Yeah, so I um, heard the commentator say that. Yeah, definitely. I think that. Then I, 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 I will learn it. I will learn it. Um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I don't. Obviously, it's hard to tell. You know, within the last twenty minutes of the game, what you can really decide from him. Um, I don't know. The the defense were solid, I think, throughout most of the game, apart from that one moment there. Um, it was a of concentration,
0: wasn't it? What Tony yeah. Mowbray said—just that little switch off of time—and mm. that can punish you in the
1: championship, can't it? Yeah, absolutely. I think that's just, and it, it's always going to be fucking Vimen <laughs> as well, you know. Mm. And, well, I mean, the thing with Viman at the end of the game as well. I think it just kind of shows really that the frustration that it's been on him really as well, because he's a person and an individual who has had a hard time playing against us in recent years. You know, obviously we've done the Albion four times before yesterday. And also he's actually scored an own goal for us, you know, in the time as well, he scored uh, that own goal for Bristol city. So I could just see like the real frustrations in that. So he, he was really glad that he scored, but he couldn't just leave that as it was. And, Obviously, with the thing they had last week against uh, West uh, Wolves as well, it just sort of spilled out a little bit. And the things that I've been reading online as well on, you know, from certain Albion fans and um, everything, you know, and I've been seeing some fans really having a proper kickoff with Blues fans and everything and stuff that's really nasty and everything. It was just it was like a proper showing to me that they wanted that much more than we did, you know. And I'm not Mm. saying it had an impact on the game, but just picking up on it really that you know, he had to go over to the Blues fans afterwards and, yeah. you know... And perhaps the game is game. a bit tighter than they
0: anticipated as well. Yeah, perhaps, because yeah. Considering the league positions and that, like, seeing us right down where we are and West Brom, up where they are, you wouldn't mm. say, face value, the game was, you know, 20th versus 5th or
1: whatever. Mm, I think it was no, a lot closer absolutely. in the league positions. to say. I don't think they are that great of a team, to be honest. Of, what I've seen of them this season is not really shown to me that 5th is that hard to get to in the league really I mean it shows as well because we've gone from being sixth to 20th in the league or 19th as we are right now so the, the league isn't that difficult I think that's what was frustrating me most yesterday It was not really that we lost or anything but I'm looking at the team and thinking are we really that bad like I, I just can't believe that really at times mm. I'm thinking like we've got players like Dembele who I thought was poor yesterday and I'm a big yeah. fan of Siriki Dembele and always have been since I first saw him in the um, I think it was Peterborough a couple of seasons ago against us. So I'd love to have him in our team, and now we do. And you know, the start of the season, he's been fantastic. And right up until you know a couple of weeks ago, I'm thinking, yeah, you know, still got it and everything. But yesterday was just again. There was a few players yesterday who I just didn't know what they were thinking, really. And Buchanan and Belich and not Belec, sorry, and Dembele. You know, I just looked at them and thought, oh, you know that. The talents in them is like so obvious, and yet they seem to have slowed down a little bit. I don't know what's happened or anything. You know, they are quite injury prone players, I suppose. But Mm. you know that he just didn't really get past players yesterday. He didn't look like he wanted to take players on. He was quite happy to Mm. drift inside and everything. I'm like, yeah, but that's not how. That's not what you're good at. You know, what you are great at is beating that man right on the byline and then skipping round him and pelting it towards the goal. You know, that's really what's interesting about you. But like. Yesterday, there was too much of cutting inside. I'm not happy about that. You know, Sariki Dembele is a winger and and a great one as well on his day, you know. So pushing him inside, all this sort of stuff, I'm like, eh, ain't too sure. Yeah, because
0: other managers have tried to do it a little bit with him as well, where we've had this conversation before where we just want Dembele to be that out and out winger, as you said, that can take players on the Liver Crosses or whatever. But then again, I suppose with the Crosses, we haven't got much of an aerial threat going forward, have we? Mm, No. So that may
1: impact it somewhat. Yeah. I don't know. I was disappointed with Stansfield as well yesterday. I don't think he did anything apart from one shot, really. Um, I don't know. Just certain players who have been like quality for us this season have just been just a not bit. Really showed up properly yesterday, didn't mm, they? Yeah, I don't know. I don't want the. The only reason I'm a little bit worried about it is I don't want it to slip now because we've got some tough games coming up after these next two games, really. So we've got uh, Sunderland uh, on the obviously that game that's coming out as uh, like the big sort of. Um, it's the 17th isn't it 17th of February Mm. yeah Um, but before that we've got Wednesday on Friday Uh, that that makes no grammatical sense for (laughs) (laughs) Um, and then we've got Blackburn afterwards on Tuesday night and then obviously Sunderland but but the the run of games we've got after that are like really hard as well so like Mm. we need the wins now rather than relying on them towards the end of the season because after that we've then got Sunderland on Saturday the 17th of February we've then got Ipswich away southampton at home hull away millwall away middlesbrough at home watford at home you know the the, the games are, are coming towards the end of the season and honestly some of the last few games of the season as well are like really tricky and norwich on the last day i bloody hope we are safe by that time because if we're not they we don't have a good record against norwich full stop exactly so yeah and on the it, final day with something on the line we do not want to be there <laughs> I know, exactly. That's the thing. Like, we just need to start winning. And that's why I'm absolutely making this a point, is that we have to win against Sheffield Wednesday. We can't have a draw or anything. And if we lose, the bloody Nora, then we are really in trouble then. But mm. we just we need to win that on, on Friday night. Nothing else about it. I don't care what the score is. We need to win. Yeah, because winning would be a statement as well, wouldn't
0: it, you know, in front mm. of the sky cameras? Because I imagine if Sheffield Wednesday do pick up a result, then it would all be, you know, oh, Birmingham pressure. The, mm. the, and there'll be a lot of social media talk over yeah. there if we're in that position where we're just looking over our shoulders all the players will be magnified and it's just a position that we don't want to be in I mean I trust in Tony Mowbray that he's gonna get us out of the situation and maybe play a style of football that is more suited to the players just for sort of you know crisis management and just mm. get out of this position that we're in and then maybe look to be a bit more expansive next season with more players because it will be a really busy summer transfer window
1: for us won't it so many players yeah. leaving and out of contract and a lot of players coming in yeah exactly I think the transfer window was a little bit um disappointed in the end really because we didn't get the players in that we needed um there's a few people saying that in the um chat and as I mean like I, I get the ideas of like um we need more players and everything and yes yeah, we, we do really we didn't we needed yeah. a goalkeeper we didn't get one of them in time uh we could have done with another striker as well it just it felt a bit like. Um, like a little, we left it all a little bit too late in the end. Um But uh, with the players we've got, I don't think we should be anywhere near a relegation battle. To be quite honest, I mean, no, there was there's one guy in the... came up on deadline day, wasn't there? All of a sudden, yeah. where it's
0: like we supposedly put in a bid for Ilias Chair. I don't know how much I believe in that. Mm. But that's yeah, like a I big mean, player,
1: isn't it? Yeah, there is obviously, but like, I don't know. I, why wouldn't he want to come to Blues? But maybe, maybe more of a summer transfer sign I think that is. Yeah. You know, it's more of a stable Less one, and he knows what's coming well. in yeah that, that as well yeah i mean one guy in the chat saying i believe playoffs are very unlikely but we shouldn't write them off yeah, i don't know anymore i mean i would love to be in that position where we're pushing back up towards the top of the table but uh, let's see how wednesday goes that's what i'm saying i'm I'm just like that's the one i feel like we've got to try and test ourselves against the you know the, the typical blue sort of standards really because if we lose that game then we're in deep shit in my opinion mm. you know the because blackburn's not an easy game i know they're not in great form and everything but like the the games you got after that it's going to be a hard battle Those that and that's why i didn't want from mowbray and i thought you know mowbray's going to come in it's just going to be a you know nice nice ride towards the end of the season but yeah it's never mean, a nice ride with blues is it towards the end of the no. season there's always something on the line but um, the guy says it in the chat here next two games are massive they're yes just exactly
0: are. they are no, no yeah absolutely. and um just sort of like thinking about the games that are coming up obviously Sheffield Wednesday on Friday in their last game they lost four 0 to Huddersfield I'm looking at that going they're not going to lose by more goals are they than that and it tends to be that <laughs> whenever a team have like a big defeat they always prioritize the defense and everything and it's never yeah. as heavy as the last game is it so mm. it's one of the yeah, ones you know. where you see they lost four 0 to Huddersfield but they'll be like super concentrated for that game because they know it's massive for their season as well because of the position they're in, they're more yeah. likely to go down than us. And they'll look at this game and go, right, we could get something from this. And after that 4-0 defeat, the fans will want something from want from like a response. So it's gonna be an interesting game, isn't it? I think yeah. it may be one of the ones where it's really cagey. Both teams don't want to give a lot away, do they? Yeah, absolutely.
1: Uh let's go to your predicted lineup then. Uh, let me find the overlay brand new graphics look at this here eh? <laughs> yes very snazzy so everyone is
0: through your lineup then sam uh so yeah averaging in goal because it looks like the ruddy's going to be out for a week or two um back four i've gone unchanged because it looks like i think sanderson's out
1: until early march is it i know yeah i mean it's good that be is a... more of a playing more of a centre back role now because i would li- i would be a little bit worried by that actually if you you know if he's out for that long
0: sanderson yeah i don't think there's too much you can change with the bat with who's available and who's not at the moment uh, I do have Dezel and Sunic in there again because I believe Dezel was our man of the match for the game yesterday. A lot more mm-hmm. composure in the midfield, someone that can spray the ball around a bit and has a good passing range. I've gone with JJ back in for Pritchard because of this whole calf problem. It may be one of them games where, as the game goes on, it's a bit more of a stalemate. Then you bring on your players like Bakuda and Pritchard that can unlock defences. And if Sheffield Wednesday decides to sit a little bit deeper, people with a bit more possession and like quality on the ball... So I've gone with JJ from the start and then the front three kind of picks itself really. I think Mowbray likes these players a lot in the mould of the players that he does like. You know, at Blackburn and Sunderland, he had really good attackers there. And I think with the coaching that Mowbray's going to give to these players, they will improve. And we're persisting with, uh, you know, front three that's regular as well, because with Rooney, there was a lot of change, wasn't there, with formation and attackers and not really knowing the best starting eleven. And I'm hoping that consistency will pay off with picking these same players and building up that chemistry.
1: Do you think that Miosha will play that sort of right winger role? or Will he dip into attacking midfield and that sort of switch? I could see him dipping
0: into attacking midfield. It all depends on how the game goes. But yeah, he has had the tendency to drift in a bit, isn't he? A bit like Dembele, like what you were saying. So Mm. we'll see how it pans out.
1: And also Sonjic, will he be the captain for the game against Wednesday? Probably. <laughs> I can't yeah, see no. it really being anybody else. I can't see uh, Mowbray stripping him at the captaincy. <laughs> do you think, uh, and Buchanan starting as well. I mean, I've got him in my team as well, but like, is he going to, what, what do you expect from him on that left-hand side against Wednesday? Um, it's
0: going to be one the ones where it's going to be interesting to see how much he does push up. I saw a comment actually speaking about Buchanan where someone was saying that maybe he doesn't push up as much because he doesn't trust the players around him. Mm-hmm. And it could be one of the things where if he does leave a lot of space, then he knows that we are going to get punished for it. So I do completely understand that. But I would like to see our defense be somewhat brave and not, you know, be stupid and like completely push up. Because I remember that first Rudy game against Middlesbrough where everyone was like, oh, my God, there's so much space. So yeah. not that much push up, but like push up <laughs> to some degree where we are the ones that applying the pressure, more possession, but in a mm-hmm. careful manner.
1: No, I like, I like your lineup. Actually, I think it's a, a quite a solid lineup. All right, I'm gonna cut to mine here now. Um, I've or oh, oh, first thing you'll definitely notice, uh, Suryaki Dembélé is very like, wide, pinned. <laughs> I know you said about that him that playing wide, hand but it's not that wide. <laughs> <laughs> it's like he's not moving from that left hand side at all. It's like no, he's not coming inside or anything. I I would argue as well. I know a lot of people have been saying that um, Suriki Dembélé doesn't track back enough, but I'm also a bit like. Does he need to? Like, does he really need to? Like, I think the team is that adaptable. Really, like Sonjic is quite a defensive midfielder anyway, so he can drop across to that left hand side if somebody was to come across. Um, the the little dot, by the way, the little blank dot is Pritchard. Um, Van Hoof hasn't put his number in just yet. Um, but literally, I think if Dembélé just stays forward, and I know it's a bit of an old fashioned way, but he he's there on the break then, and that's the thing we can get it towards him as quickly as possible, and then just belt him down that wide wing there you know and then i've gone for bakuna rather than miyoshi who i don't know i wasn't disappointed with him but he didn't offer much yesterday i don't think um you know i think it's just one of those things at the moment for miyoshi really um so i'm gonna go bakuna who i thought was pretty decent when he came on to be fair i think he invented stuff down that right hand side and and you know he was right back but you know stick right stick laird and bakuna on that right hand side i think that's a good formation you know um, and also Dizel, keeping him in as well. Um, yeah, I'm just emphasizing on Siriki Dembele really because he, he just offers us so much more going down the left hand side than anything yeah. else. And I, I was also speaking to my dad yesterday and as well as well saying that, you know, he can't be the priority for every game. And I'm also like, Yeah, but he can be, you know, if he is gonna create us as many chances as he does, which statistically I think he's given us the most opportunities going forward this season, you know, and he's been on the score sheet a couple of times. Um, you know and, and Stansfield as well when we're on the break in that way he's a great battler towards up, up the top of the pitch so I don't think we need to worry about our defense I think we need to be more concerned about our attack and utilizing players like Stansfield like Stansfield and Dembele who and make it key to them you know like how they attack is how we attack you know because you give them the ball and they, they will create chances for us you know Get him down the left hand side then get Stansfield through the middle and get Bakuna help him build that play. I think that's what we can um prioritise ourselves and Dizel and Sonyich and Pritchard, you know, they can go back and forward and everything. Um I might consider dropping Pritchard out for Miyoshi maybe. Um I don't know about what do you think to that, Sam? Um
0: looking at Bakuna, I want to ask you a question. Like, what position do you think is best in?
1: Best in? Oof um he is quite free roam isn't he Bakuna at times that's the thing he? like he hasn't
0: really had like one set position for us in a while
1: yeah no I, I think hmm I, I, I do think though like yesterday going down that right hand side I think he wasn't that bad to be honest you know and he did drop in a few times and everything and sunyich was um coming in and out a few times as well um but yeah I, I, I don't know I, it's tricky to say because he does quite a lot doesn't he He's, mm. um, yeah, he goes in towards, you know, the middle of the park at times and then he drops out wide. Um, but I think, well, he's actually a player, I would actually argue, um, sort of going back on everything I've literally just said, he's a player who needs a position. That's the thing for me. He because does. it's a little bit like Adams before he found, like, his goal scorer in tally. And I'm definitely not saying Bakun is going to suddenly turn into Adams. Jelly. I'm just <laughs> saying that he needs to find a position for him that works best, you know, and it's like, you know, defensively, d- uh, defensive players—they know their positions, don't they? Like, everybody, like Laird knows he's a right back. Buchanan knows he's the left back. Kevin Long knows he's a centre back. The further up the pitch you go, the less sort of positional sense people get. Really, well, uh, not positional sense—that's the wrong word. Um, the, it's they like, like very defined, fluid. Yeah, they so have a defined like position, but it's not like then, how it's set out on paper as such. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and then the further forward you go, it—you can intertwine with it. I'm a bit like no you know because do you really want siriki dembele cutting inside on that right foot or would you prefer him getting down the left hand side you know attempting to create chances that way that's the way i think that works and i think other players as well you know like james has got a little bit of a free roaming role and everything but like the reason sunyich was so good yesterday is because he was that role wasn't he mm. Whereas other players who probably weren't you know, playing as well, you know, Stansfield's going out to the right at times and then he's coming back into the centre. Dembele's cutting in on the right sometimes and then he's on the left. The, the more defined positions you have on the pitch, I personally believe they just stick with players and that's why the defence yesterday was pretty solid, really. Apart from Buchanan, who I thought had a bit of an off game for him. I think that is the reason why I think we were a little bit dodgy at times
0: yesterday. Because um, I think with... Um... Bielik sort of dropping down centre back and then Dazel coming in next to Sunyich. I think Dazel has that bit more quality on the ball and mm. it relieves a bit of pressure from Sunyich to be able to pick out them passes because obviously we know his strengths and weaknesses. And one of his strengths isn't, you know, these long range passes or whatever. It's getting in people's faces, interceptions, and like being the aggressor. So I think with Dazel next to him, there's a bit more sort of karma on the ball and then Sunyich being that aggressor. I think that combination will work pretty well going forward.
1: Mm-hmm. No, absolutely. Uh yeah, so uh those are our lineups for this week. Uh if you want to download FanHub, the link will be in the description. Uh you can track your miles, you can uh also gain real life rewards through the points, uh the fanfire points you can get. Um and yes, we will be back after a short break with Ellie for the women's team. But first of all, here's the boxy sponsor. This video is brought to you by Voxy, the pay-as-you-go mobile network that gives you unlimited social media for as little as £10 a month. Sign up today using the link in the description to stop eating your data away while on the move. Voxy has got you covered with unlimited social media, video and music all with 5G ready in every Voxy plan. And you'll also get a free £20 PayPal Just Eat or Amazon voucher, so be sure to sign up today. Now, back to the video. So welcome back. Uh, We are joined with Ellie, uh, Ellie Yates, obviously here to talk about the Blues team today. Uh, Another loss for the Blues, rather unfortunately. Um, But yeah, give us uh, your sort of introduction thoughts about the game today.
2: Hi guys. Um, Yeah, I mean, another loss and a a day where other results would have gone our way. Otherwise, I suppose Mm -hmm. that could be looked at from the sense that our other results went our way, we could have gone top or at least the other results went our way, so it, yeah, not as yeah. bad as it could have been Um from looking at it, I think there was maybe a few missed chances again um, but yeah, I don't know, it was a bit of an off one really we beat them 5-2 earlier in the season and then mm. um, they bring a player on who scores two goals within ten minutes of coming on so no, absolutely, um, yeah yeah, I think
1: interesting. it's it's interesting you bring up the game previously uh, against Watford because five two you know at St Andrews earlier in the okay. season, and then a game where we've you know been on a, a four game winning streak in both the league and cup, um, and you know with a chance to you know push for top place you know and I think um, with the results as well, uh, the other results today the highest we could have hoped for was uh, second place isn't it with um, twenty nine I believe we could, we would have gone on if that was the case.
2: Um. I might have looked at, it, but I, th- I think it might. Have, if with goal difference, we might have we might have topped it. I think, and mm. I might be wrong. I might have looked at looked at it wrong. But it's all very congested at the top there, isn't it? Been, yeah, would have at least been around there somewhere. And I think that's the thing this season. It, mm. It's just a bit of a crazy league this season. Like, there's no rhyme or reason to people winning and losing. Like, people at the the bottom will beat someone at the top one week, but then you know that team will, might then go on and lose to someone else closer to them the week after. It's it's a bit all over the place and it's making it a really cl- like tight top five really i mean at mm. one point um just before we went top at christmas we were fifth but we're only like one two points behind the top
1: spot yeah, yeah.
2: so it's uh, it might look like you're halfway down the table but really you just need the win which we got and we were we were top so yeah mm. it's very tight
0: yeah because yeah. it's quite tight isn't it sort of like top of the women's championship and then in the men's team obviously it's very tight down the bottom so at least um the woman up the top and that, but like with all these wins that happening and then all of a sudden this loss, how important is it going to be for sort of Darren Carter to be able to like pick up these players again? Because obviously they've got the ability, but it's all about you know having to recover from the setbacks and that. So how do you think they're going to recover?
2: Um, I, I think I think Darren has it. I, I think we do. We have really a WSL squad. When you look at the players that we've got, um, we should you know really be up there which we are like I say it's just sort of how close it is makes it look like we're, we're not but um yeah we we have a game in hand as well um so I think I think we've got the FA Cup uh next weekend um so a bit of a chance maybe to rotate things a little bit we've, we've got quite a good squad, squad depth and like I say the players that we've got anyone can come in and, and, and do a job so um yeah I think probably really need to sort of rally the players up again because we've got our next two games are against Southampton and Palace I think Mm. so and they're both above us two above us so I think we can't really afford to lose against one of them because then that would be really tricky Um, but yeah I think just just give the players the belief like they've they've got what it takes they really have Um, and Mm. they've shown that through the last few few games um, of this, this season. and yeah, I think, yeah, just give them, well, let them know the, to believe in themselves. And yeah, yeah. Um, they really can kick I on. Mean, yeah,
1: ne- next week it's uh, Leicester in the fifth round of the FA Cup. Uh, they're obviously seventh in the WSL uh, currently with uh, three wins, six losses and four draws. Uh, it's obviously a bit of a balanced league as well, the WSL as well. So, I mean, is it a priority next week to win or is it more of a performance sort of based um, win, if that if that makes sense?
2: It'd be nice. I mean, I think the main focus is getting back into the w- WSL. Don't get me wrong, yeah. um, but you know, a good cut run would be be nice. You know, we've won it before. We've been in the final again, mm-hmm. so you know, yeah. a trip to Wembley wouldn't be be so bad. Um, but yeah, I think maybe probably from the club's point of view, it's getting back into the WSL, especially yeah. with the, the players that we've got. Like I said, and and the backing behind the team, it's very much set up now. I think as a as a WSL side. So, but to be fair, there's not really that much of a difference between like the championship and I'd say maybe the lower half of the WSL anymore obviously you've got Arsenal, Chelsea and, and Man City all at the top there but in terms of like I mean we beat West Ham a couple of weeks ago and mm-hmm. they went and beat Arsenal today so it's just yeah, you know there's not much not much in it really for from my point of view there
1: I mean what did you make to certain players individually today, was there any standout players?
2: Um Looked like um, I think to be honest, I'll, I'll be honest, to say it now. I was I couldn't make today because I was uh, had some personal matters back here. But um, just from sort of following the game online, um, looked like uh, Quinny again. Um, looked like uh, it looked like at one point Gemma Lawley and Ellie Mason both had a really good chance to to put us one. The look, but I think it was just bad luck that it it got cleared off the line and. Uh, <laughs> And cleared again so it's just one of those where it seemed like it just wasn't wasn't going in um but overall i think like i say all, all of the players and even the ones that have come in sort of um more recently uh like fuso and uh cho and yori they've they've uh really fitted in and i think that's a good thing with this this squad that everyone seems to just sort of get on and and uh, yeah have yeah. That, um good sort of like a good squad relationship i guess
1: no, absolutely, yeah. Uh so two score predictions next uh, for the next two games then. So we'll do first prediction for the Leicester game in the FA Cup and then for the Southampton game uh a week like, a week after that. So give us your bold, strong predictions because we want two wins next week, yeah. not two losses yes. again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: um do you know what I think we could I think we could um beat Leicester. Mm-hmm. I think it would be quite an open game. Um I feel like when we have played WSL teams in the County Cup, like the games have been quite open games. Um, I'm going to go 3-2 towards against Leicester. Ooh, lots of goals. I think it is, yeah. We need it. We need lots of goals. And I think we just go for it. You know, like, just go for it. I think it's going to be closer against Southampton. Mm -hmm. I think that could be another 1-0, I think, to Blues. and And you know what? I take it. Um, so well, we have, get three points. <laughs> the,
1: the, the team does have the best home form in the league, so they have got something to uh, bounce them off that yeah. really in terms Absolutely. of the confidence. Um, yeah, I, I think though, with like the Watford game today, it was a bit of a surprise, obviously, with that four game mm-hmm. streak coming to an end. Really, but I definitely think that there's an opportunity uh, against Southampton um, to get the uh, form back in case, because obviously, you know, it's only one defeat today, but it could be right back in back in a up the top of the table with a win and everything um i might even try and get down to that game myself because obviously um oh wait no is it this week is oh no it's not it's the wrong way around damn it um because <laughs> i thought it was wednesday Sheffield wednesday on friday and then the game was on saturday actually no depends whether it wants to go to the leicester game away i don't know i'm rambling now um <laughs> um well, you yeah <laughs> yeah doing me a typical blues focus presenter style um so yeah (laughs) um yeah i think that's great thank you very much ellie for that thank Um, you ellie for the the outro and everything um but yeah um thank you for watching this episode of the blues focus podcast uh i do apologize for the bit of the sort of unsteady feel to this week it's been a bit of a weird week i don't know why but like in terms of just getting everything sorted it's been a bit of a nightmare on this channel um but we we're trying to get into more consistent flows and everything obviously the podcast is much back into a more consistent flow after the Stephen Night podcast but obviously Ellie will be doing uh, more work for us as well so be sure to keep a look out for all of that as well and um, you know we're obviously still going to be doing everything here on the YouTube channel but uh yeah for the moment being it's a shorter episode today I do apologize um, but we'll be back next week hopefully with more of a format and everything and hopefully with two wins under the belt under the, for the men and women's games as well. So uh, thank you, Sam and Ellie, for also coming on uh, for this episode of the Blues Focus podcast. Uh, thank you guys for all listening, and uh, keep right on. Keep right on. Keep right on.